What is up, everybody? It's Teriyaki. Happy Teriyaki Tuesday. Um, so this week I'm doing a solo episode again, and I am talking about English because I don't think I've ever really touched on this subject after、uh, becoming an English teacher. But now that I'm an English teacher and I do it as a, I mean, and I do it for a job. Um, I thought I'll take time and talk about、uh, learning English, but before I get into that, I want to talk about what is happening in my life a little bit. So, as some of you may know, I'm going to college. I mean, university in Canada, and I will be majoring in psychology. And in order to graduate, I need to have two point zero credits in science. And the thing is, I never really took science courses during high school. I only did math when I was in grade ten, and I didn't do any math after that. And I think the highest science subject、um, I ever did was physics that I took in grade eleven, which is not that great. But then I had to pick basically four subjects so I can graduate、um, with a diploma, and I was really thinking. What subjects? What subjects can I take? Because I have zero background with science or math, you know. But I have to somehow get credits in those subjects. I was thinking maybe computer science or、um, some easier courses like neuroscience, biology. Um, those are, you know, those have a lot of memorization. But I'm not bad at that. So I was like, maybe I can do that. And I was actually looking up some courses. But then, before I gathered the information, I was freaking out because I was like, "There's no way that I can do science. Like, I never did those in high school, and I I didn't even want to." But the one thing I want to say to people who are trying to get an education outside of you know their own country, like you know, in this case Japan, do not neglect math and science because it will be important at the end, and、uh, preferably like math. Twelve、uh, or science, anything in grade twelve,、um, that will be very important. And I feel like、uh, students who are studying sciences、uh, have the advantage actually, because if you are only doing arts,、um, you're gonna have a difficult time at college、um, outside of Japan, at least I think.、Um, Bunkei Rike. I think DK people have the advantage because they can pretty much do anything. But Bunkei people, they can't really pick diff- pick up different subjects in different fields. I feel like it's just my opinion, and I just sort of wish that someone told me that math and science will be very important for college. Nobody ever told me. I was like, I don't need math. I hate math. But then I just slowly. Started to realize maybe that was important, and if not math, maybe science.、Um, I feel like I should have put more、uh, effort, and I feel like I should have picked a school that offered scientific courses, which it didn't. So that's something I kind of regret because that would have been that might have been interesting at least. So yeah, that's one thing I wanted to say. So today's topic is actually about improving your English, and I actually get、uh, questions related to related to this kind of thing quite a lot because my job is basically an English teacher, and I answer them all the time. But then I feel like there was something that can be said、um, 
for everyone, and I'm here to talk about it today. Ever since I got the teaching job,、um, a lot of my friends, not even friends actually, a lot of the people that I have known、um, have been reaching out to me asking, like, hey, how can I improve English or how can I get a good score on this test? And this is not a bad feeling, but I also think it's weird because why are those people asking? To get something out of me when we re- when we didn't really talk、um, back in school, so it's kind of weird. So、um, one of the people、um, she reached out to me and said, "Hey, I'm taking TOEFL test soon, and I really don't know where to start. So could you tell me, please, like what what I can do with this?" And I was like, "Oh, okay. So that's pretty sudden." I Didn't even know you were alive. We never even spoke in middle school either. But then she reached out to me. And I was like, "Oh, she's asking me a question. Why not be nice and answer?" But I was like, "I really don't know what to say to this question because this is so generic. And when someone asks me generic questions, I can only give generic answers." So basically, she was asking, "How can I get a good score on TOEFL?" And I was, and I said, you, you know, I think there are very good material that has, uh, passed, practice tests, and I think you can do that. And was, and she was like, oh my god, thank you very much. That was so helpful. And I was like, yeah, you're welcome. But then I was like, why don't you go ask your professor? I'm pretty sure your professor knows more about this than I do. And it's like I don't mind. Answering questions, but if you are, please make sure that you're asking something specific because if it's broad, you can ask anyone and you can ask this that question online and get the answer. It's really simple. You know, I'm pretty sure that none of their friends have the level of English that I have. So if you're asking me that question, maybe you could come up with something more interesting and. If your question is interesting, like I will be, you know, more excited to answer. Right, I'm not saying I'm great or I'm cool, but like that's one of the little things that I, that that gets on my nerves, I guess. And you know, people ask me all the time, like, how can I improve my English? And I'm like, fucking read. You know, this is not what I said, but this is what my English teacher said when I was talking about this topic with him specifically. He was like, fucking read. But. Also, let me clarify in a better way, so that you can improve. I think the main point is that you spend as much time as you can with English, so that you're sort of used to、um, interacting with it. That you need the exposure, right? And I think there are a few things that I want to say as an English teacher, but also as a fellow English learner. I mean, before I became an English teacher, I was also learning. I'm still learning, actually,、um, English because I got to this level. I think there are some things I can say, and maybe people can like hear it and think, "Oh, maybe this is the way to do it," or maybe this can be、uh, one of the ideas that I might look into. So let's get into it. So here's one thing that I kind of think about and go,、mm, maybe that's not might not be it. But I think people always want the straight answer、um, in order to improve their English. And the thing is, there isn't really any straightforward answers. Like it's really not that easy. It is simple, but it's not that easy. And there are multiple factors to think about. Like. How much are you studying? How long are you studying? How 
in what ways are you studying and what 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 are your goals what are your motivation those things really matter and magic does not happen overnight you know sometimes you may go you may wake up in the morning and say oh i maybe i can speak english a little better than yesterday but you wake up another morning and go holy shit my english is really coming out of my mouth like i think i just i just my english just got worse you know there are some moments like that and there will be and i think what i want to say is language learning is a constant process of studying fixing and improving so it requires effort patience and consistency you're not gonna you know go to school for three months and think oh my god i'm fluent in english it, it doesn't really happen you know I mean, I've been studying English for eight years without any, like, breaks. And I'm here today. But if you're doing it, like, on and off, um, it will take longer to get to a certain level. And even at my level, like, if I procrastinate a little bit and stop speaking English for a while, my English will get worse. And that's what happened this week. So... I speak English all the time because of my job, but then this week, I wasn't working as much as I was last week. So I basically took a lot of days off, and then one thing I realized is that I'm not speaking like I want to. So I was trying to record an episode the other day. It didn't go well because I was not speaking English as much as I should have been. And the thing is, I can still speak it, but the fluency like it's like you you know what you want to say but your brain takes so much longer to like produce the language that you're trying to say and it's so frustrating because i was like this is not the way i would do what <laughs> this is not the way i want to do my podcast and i really don't feel like it so i just you know gave up recording but it's such a weird feeling because you you stop speaking English for about I don't know three four days and you you realize oh I my English is getting worse and it's not like you can't retrieve it but it does make a difference um, between you know, of you know it does make a difference um, if you do it every day and if you don't do it every day so I think key is like you keep trying to do it and then. Um, continue to do it so I don't think there's any straight answer to uh, um, improve your English I mean I, I, I see a lot of people that are asking it like how can I improve I mean there are so many things to consider and you really have to find out what your levels are for that and how your goals are set and the second thing is, I realize sometimes people just do not have enough motivation. I mean, if you want to get something, you have to have the motivation or you have to do something about it. You can just wish that something would happen to you just because you want it. If you want it, you have to work for it. I think this is a common thing found, especially in Japanese learners. People learn with very passive attitude. And what I can say is that you're not going to learn as much if you, you know, if you act like you or if you expect um, your teacher will give you everything. They will give you the lecture and the information that you may need, but if you actually learn it or not depends on you so during class i think students should identify what they don't understand and 
be willing to ask questions and find out what part they don't understand. And because the teacher is not really going to guide the students, you have to guide yourself towards your goal. So that's when the motivation really gets important. I mean, I had a student、um, who was basically forced to learn English, and this is a common thing for、uh, younger students, like、uh, you know, elementary school,、uh, middle school, and high school students. They don't really have the motivation because their parents are basically telling them to take classes, and they're there and they're trying to study, but. They don't really like English, and that's fine. I mean, it's not my job to make them like English, and my job is to get them to speak more English and get used to it. But it's really hard to teach those students because not only you know do they not have the motivation, but also they don't really want to learn. They're not really teachable per se. So. It makes it really hard for me to、uh, like teach them something. I mean, like I don't really want to teach students who aren't willing to learn. I can give you the information, but I'm not gonna take extra time to like break down these little parts when you're not trying to listen. So, you know, I get really excited when students ask me questions about grammar and complex grammar, especially because、um, <laughs> I like it. Those stuff, I like those stuff, obviously, but. When students are like, "Hey, can you like just help me figure this out?" and you know, I'll just follow you. I'm be like, it's not really my job to guide you through the process unless you guide yourself. So I kind of hope that students stop expecting me that I have everything for them to be able to speak English because I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for them. So if they don't listen, I don't know what to say. Commercial International Tutoring Club is a program that teaches students around the world and helps them develop their English skills. We're sistering up with Historia for All, which is a student-led nonprofit organization that aims to bring ethnic studies education to elementary school students in California. All of our tutors are fluent American tutors, and we offer free EFL thirty-minute classes online. Our tutors can teach students from different levels, and we focus on conversation and pronunciation. Sign up from a link on our Instagram, that is at sphs dot international dot english t sphs dot i n t e r n a t i o n a l dot e n g l i s h t We're also looking for two student outreaches from Japan. There is no language requirement needed for this position, and it is a good opportunity. If you're interested, DM us or Teriyaki. Anyways, I have some steps you may need, or you should have, or you should follow. To improve your English, and this is generic stuff. I'm not going into the specific details because that obviously depends on the person. But let me break it down. So step one: find out why you want to study English, whether it's for your job, school, test, vacation, or hobby.、Um, I think many people study English because、uh, their bosses tell them to learn, or you know they need a TOEIC or whatever. Um, that's one of the reasons, and another reason is that you want to study up. You want to study abroad. That's school. Sorry for tests like TOEIC, TOEFL, IELTS, ACAN,、um, those kind of things.、Um, that could be your motivation. 
or just simply like a vacation because you want to travel, you want to speak English and hobby. And what I want to emphasize on this one is that depending on your、uh, reason, the kind of English you need will be different. I mean, if you want to take the shortest way to get a good score on a test, there is a specific way so that you can get the intended score on that test. Like I'm not gonna. Teach students to like speak English and write paragraphs for students who are trying to just get a good score on TOEIC test because they don't have that. But if a student is simply trying to improve their overall English, I definitely will recommend that they do all four skills, not just one, because ultimately, like you don't really want to have your English, um, with. Different levels of skills, you know, like you you could be really good at reading, but you can't be bad at speaking. If you can read, you should be able to speak as well. That's what I think.、Um, and I'm I am working on that too. Yeah. So why you want to study English? I think it's very important because some people are just like, yeah, you know, I'm just studying because I, my parents just told me to do it, or my my workplace told me to do it. Um, I don't really want to study, but I guess I have to. That's if a student comes with that sort of attitude, it makes it really difficult for me to teach,、um, just because they aren't really willing to learn. Like I said earlier, I think I struggle with this a lot with younger students because usually mature students, like adult students, they know why what they're here for. Sometimes they don't, but usually they do. So. Yeah, um, it, it's one of the things that makes it more difficult to teach younger students. And step two, find out what your goals are, whether it's long term or short term. Ideally, um, I hope they find they have two of them, like both of them, long term and short term. And for me, long term goal was uh, like uh, being able to use English like a native speaker. And my short-term goal was improving my writing skills, and that's、uh, still my goal that I haven't achieved yet.、Uh, but the thing about my long-term goal is that I know that I probably will not get there. I mean, I want to use English like a native speaker does, but I'm not a native speaker, and I'll never will be, right? And Even for speaking levels, my speaking isn't bad. I know that, but there are so many expressions I don't know, and I know that I don't know those expressions, and that's fine. I think, as long as I don't have major crises during, uh, like you know, living in abroad or something like living in another country or something like that. The reason why I said to to be able to use English, it's not just about speaking. I mean, write like a native. Uh, read like a native speaker does, or even、um, I. I don't know about the listening skills. I mean, I'm. I know that I'm not bad at listening skills, but yeah, <laughs> maybe I might have some problems with that when I'm in college. But I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, and for short term goal, uh, improving my writing skills. This is really important for me because I know that I'm not the best at writing. Um, I think I'm best at reading out of the four four major skills in English. So there's reading, uh, writing, listening, and speaking. I'm pretty good at reading and speaking. But writing, I don't know. 
why, but I keep getting not great scores on those tests, and maybe it's because of I fucked up with the pronouns that I used. You're not really supposed to use singular they in academic essays because it's not really there, apparently, but I think that's where I lost my score. But anyways, to get back to my point, um, I need to improve my writing skills because I'm going to need it for university, and if I don't have that, I will have bad grades, and that's not ideal. I mean, I'd rather not fail my courses just because of my writing skills. Like, I need that. So that's why I'm taking some courses right now to improve it. I don't know if it's working because I've never really had a chance to uh, to check that, but at some point, I'd like to see, like, where I am uh, as a writer. So that's the thing. But I really hope that students find out what their long-term goals are and short-term goals are. Um, When I ask them, they usually say something like, oh, I want to speak like a native speaker or I want to just like travel without any problem. And I think that's a good thing to have, but like make it as specific as you can, because you can just say like, oh, I just want to just want to be able to speak English. But if you divide it, it's like, what level are you aiming? Do you want to speak? I don't know what what kind of impression do you want to give, right? Like, depending on the way you speak, you might come off as rude, you might come off as childish, you might come off as very professional. There, There's, you know, all sorts of ways to, uh, to do that. And step three, uh, find your weaknesses. So, like I said earlier, there are major four skills in English language. So that's reading, writing, speaking, and listening. And if you could find out what skills are missing in your English, you should analyze further. Is it grammar? Is it vocabulary? Is it pronunciation? Is it the lack of practice and knowledge? Um, Or is it critical thinking? So, you know, if let's say you are not very good at listening, I will think that I don't think the person maybe it's because of the person who can't really like differentiate the sounds in English language but I would think like maybe the person isn't very good with vocabulary so I will recommend that they work on vocabulary um and uh, pronunciation because if they can differentiate the sounds and pronounce those words, they should be able to listen and understand. Um, and for reading, um, it's usually the grammar and vocabulary. Yeah, but grammar, you don't really need to know that much grammar to read, I don't think. Unless you're going to the really, really technical stuff. Um, for writing, I think most people just lack a practice because if they don't... and knowledge yeah so if they don't know how to write they're not gonna write well so in that case you know they might take a book and learn or they might take a course like i am doing right now um and for speaking i would say lack of practice as well like i said in episode three and i think that was episode 13 i think um you need to practice speaking to to speak so that's what i would recommend the last thing I said earlier, the critical thinking. People need critical thinking when they write. The only thing 
people look at. I mean, it's your English is not the only thing people are looking at when they grade your essay for English test, like IELTS or TOEFL. They're also looking at your English. I mean, critical thinking because if you are making up some very complex,、um, fucked up argument, they're gonna think, oh, this person doesn't really know how to think. Like the your English can be good, but. If your opinion does not make sense at all, they're gonna think, oh, so there's, you know, you can't really think. So that's part of critical thinking. But also, one other thing I find is that people just, some people, really don't know, or really don't have anything to say when it comes to essays. <laughs> the absence of their opinion, that's I think part of critical thinking. Like they. They understand the topic of the essay, but they don't really know how to write because they don't have their opinion even, and they don't even know what to. They don't even know how to say in in their own language. So I think there's a lot of that in Japanese students, because they're so used to like giving answers that's pre-made and、uh, creating their own answer that might be something that they're not really used to. So they should work on that. For people who are trying to get a good score on Aiken. Grade one,、um, critical thinking will be very important. So that's why people recommend that、uh, people spend time on reading news in Japanese, even you know, because like having a lot of knowledge and knowing a lot of different ideas, that's、uh, important for writing essays. So I think that's that. And step four,、uh, obviously, focus on the parts that you don't. Sorry, focus on the parts that you need to improve. After finding out your weaknesses and analyzing your weaknesses, you can sort of、uh, do more exercise so that you your English won't be imbalanced, so you can even it out, right? So if your writing is bad, you can work on that, and depending on your weaknesses that you analyzed, you can、uh, strengthen those parts specifically. And、step five: Be patient. Um, this is also very important because some students just go, "I think I did enough, but then I didn't improve," or "I th- I've tried all those different methods, but I still didn't improve." I think it depends on the students, obviously. But something I can say to that situation is that that person didn't really take enough time to see the process or the results.、Um, And I think it happens a lot for advanced students because they're already so advanced. It takes longer for them to feel and realize that they've improved. And sometimes, like that process might be faster, the pi- that process might be slower. You just have to、uh, continue to do do things that you're doing unless they're really wrong, right? But language learning process is not easily measured, so. You can take the test and you can get like let's say six point five on IELTS and you can also get seven point five, but it might be six point zero at times and that that happens, you know. And also, the amount you studied does not equal the amount you learned. So you can study for many hours and not learn anything, and you can study many hours and learn a lot of things, and, but those things do not equal each other. So. It might be something to keep in mind, right? So that's、uh, what I would say about improving your English. I mean, I said it before, and I'll say it again. 
spend as much time as you can with English, and I'm sure you'll improve. The thing is, do you want to improve, or are you just like, oh, it'd be cool if I could improve my English? Like that's that's cool. Then you're not really gonna improve. I've seen lots of people like that. They never do. They're like, oh my god, it's so cool that you speak English. I wish I wish I could too. I'm like, you can if you invest the time, and be patient. And I'm not an expert here. Like I'm learning Spanish right now, but obviously I'm not putting as much effort as I did with English. And there's no excuse for that. I just don't have the motivation, and I fully acknowledge it. So there you go. Yeah. So if you have any specific situations or questions, please let me know, and I will answer in the episode because I think. Oh my god! I think <laughs> I think it'll help some of our listeners too who are trying to improve their English as well.、Um, if I could introduce any of the questions that I get from my actual students, I think I can introduce that in episode two、um, to sort of help you guys out. And if that question is really interesting, I think I can like have some time to to divulge、um, at some point. And I think this is it for this week. I don't really have much to say because I just wanted to like make like a little cute episode about、uh, improving your English. Because sometimes like people don't really take the step to analyze what they're missing、um, with their English. So I think that can be very important, and you should focus on that. So yeah, if you have any questions, please let me know. My English, sorry, my Instagram is at. It's changed. Actually, it's not Teriyaki Chicken Nugget anymore. It's T C N Podcast, T C N P O D C A S T. That's Instagram, and my Twitter is Teriyaki underscore Ing, as in E N G. Anyways, I hope you all have a great week this week and have a pleasant start of June. See you guys.